fungus. Feed the 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 fungus. Good morning, and welcome to the Stream of Random Podcast. This is your host, Hacker Mike, and you've tuned in to one of the most random podcasts with a small listenership. A niche, a fringe, a fringe podcast that exists on the edge of the internet with a small community of diehard supporters who, no matter how much we abuse them, will always come back for more drugs. That's right. So roll up your sleeve and get out the rubber, rubber, uh, tube tied around your arm and get ready for your new injection of today. So I tried something different today, kids. I know you love it when I call you kids. Gather around, kids. Gather around the fire. Time for story time. So I tried something new today. I took off my headphones and I walked guess the first hour of my walk without uh, recording and um, I was just letting my mind wander to get all that junk out that I would normally like spout or suppress thoughts about work how to deal with different strategies um, thoughts about my life then getting back to some math topics I'm studying and um, I was even doing calculations in my head and I noticed how my mind wasn't doing what I told it to do it's like a disobedient child that's lacking structure that's right and then I pulled myself together and uh, that's what you get. So, uh, how's the weather over there, kids? It is so muggy today, let me tell you. Humid, it must be 90% humidity. And it's heating up here. Morning, guys. It's really starting to heat up here. So, uh, it's going to be a scorcher today, let me tell you. A scorcher. The humidity is really what gets you. So I left my jacket at home. I'm just out in my shirt, my t-shirt and my safety vest. Okay, so let's get back. So you know those are code. That was code. Talking about the weather means people are approaching. 
the most normal thing to talk about the weather. And even though I'm talking about the weather to someone they can't hear, like, oh yeah, he's talking about the weather. What a normal guy. Everyone talks about the weather. He must be one of the normal people. Not one of those weird people. I'm talking about reciprocals. So let's go over the reciprocals. And I did a table of reciprocals yesterday. One half, two fourths, right? Four eighths, five, uh, three sixths, five tenths, right? So I went through those and then went on to threes, one third, two sixths, three ninths, four twelfths, and then did that one all the way up to, uh, was it ten thirtieths, twenty sixtieths? And there's some interesting ones in between for the nines, uh, for the different factors of three. And uh, it's like the multiplication table, except you shift the top part and the bottom part by the same. So the ones are easy. Now the two-thirds, it's like two-thirds, right? But three to what is the same ratio as two to three? And, um, well, we have to do three times two is six, right? Because it's two thirds, so it's six, um, six ninths. So the bottom part stays the same as for three. So one third would be three ninths, right? But the top part is the uh, two-thirds part multiplied. So maybe I'm not using the right words. But I went through all these different tables. And then I got into this one, which was really interesting, the ninths. And I started looking at five-ninths. It's like, what is five-ninths? And I started to calculate it. And one-ninth, right, it's not, in, when we reduce that down to one, um, divided by one, a one-ninth is a uh, 1.11111 infinity. And what does that mean? Well, it's one-tenth uh, plus one one-hundredth plus one one-thousandth plus one ten-thousandths, etc. So every time the tenths is getting bigger. Now when you raise the tenths to be bigger, what you're really saying, the prime factorization, is two 
multiplied by five, and you're raising both two and five, right? So 10 is two times five, and 100 is two squared, which is four times five squared, which is 25, four quarters. Ah, you see where I'm going. And this is what I was thinking about. But then when you go to the next one, which is a, um, the thousandth, right? Then it's two to the third, which is eight, multiplied by five to the third, which is 25 times five. And 25, is 20 times 5, and 5 times 5, of course, is 25, plus 20 times 5, which is 100. So we have 125. That's easy, right? 125 times 8 is 1,000. And um, that's also interesting because 1 eighth, right? 1 eighth is 1.25, right? One half is 0.5, or 50, of 100, and one quarter is 0.25. See, it's all neat how, um, the twos and the fives when the when you look at prime factorization how they fit together because a 10 of course is two times five and if you try and bring that onto the tenth if you try and bring on the power of twos into the tenth then you automatically get into that the powers of five one over five to the nth is the reciprocal of two to the nth over one because those are the two prime factorizations so you split the prime factorization there's the Roeblingstadt show so now I visited Roebling's grave and I visited his other family grave two of them and I visited a shaky bridge. Now, what I have to do is visit the Brooklyn Bridge and walk the Brooklyn Bridge, which he built. And then I should go to the part where he had his toes chopped off, the, the pier where a ship smashed his toes and cut them off and um, caused his death. And then we will have celebrated his life and then we have to learn all the mathematics that he has taught us, or used, to build these bridges. Mechanics, statics, dynamics, physics. And we will have called the spirit of Roebling from eternity back into the world to terrorize us once again with bridges. To solve the function, how do you get from one side to the other?
from the dead to the life. It's like the meme or the symbol or the logos, the data is what survives. The brain patterns and that survives over time where the cells may die. And isn't it funny how the memories are copied from one set of cells to the next every seven years? So if something happened 14 years ago, then it survived two copies. So we look at powers of seven, well, seven's a prime. Multiples of seven, And that's, I guess, why it's also important that we dream and we have some downtime so we can copy these things. And isn't it funny how the things in our head are owned by a company? Because through the chaos and this disorganization of the company, you're constantly fighting to even maintain some kind of control over your own life. And that maybe that chaos that we experience, the disorganization is actually a form of oppression. Think about that. It's like uh, what Sun Tzu said, where you attack someone when they're weak. So I taped up my toe, I soaked it this morning in water, and then I taped it up with some tape so that it won't rub. It looks like I have a blister under the skin. So it's not hurting, I've got it lifted up, so I'm not putting any weight on it. So what do you think about all that, kids? Is it random enough for you? You want some more? Okay, here we go, here's some more. So, um, I was thinking about um, becoming aware of my mind wandering. That's like mindfulness meditation, or just mindfulness. It's like, oh, my mind is wandering. Oh, my thoughts are wandering. Oh, I'm getting distracted. Oh, I'm getting off topic. And that allows you to bring in a moment of awareness. And that, that also gets into this whole frequency question we talked about yesterday or the other day, the mind frequency. where you can, I guess, pulse out some kind of higher frequency thought to uh, raise awareness of what's going on. But you also need some kind of effective controls. And I guess practice is a good one. And I've just been going through these mathematical formulas, these reciprocals, which are quite interesting. The reciprocals are much more 
complicated than the multiplication tables of such. And I started looking into the um, these Babylonian tablets, and they have the reciprocal tables for 60. So I started just calculating them for 10. I guess we can get all the way up to base 60, right? 160th, 59 60ths. And uh, we can do one over any number. One over the primes. Infinite sequence. We, we talked about those before. One over the numbers, the harmonic series, one over the primes, the adding of those or multiplying of those. Alternatively, adding the odds and multiplying the evens or something. We could talk about all types of operations. But um, I was just going through this um, this five ninths, and five nine is interesting. So it's zero point five 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 five, which is like. 0.5 is, is half, but half of 9 is 4.5, so it's just over half. And how much over half is it? Well, um, it's 5 hundredths plus 5 thousandths plus 5 ten thousandths, right? plus five hundred thousandths over a half, right? Because if you just take one half minus five ninths, then you'll cut off the first, it'll be zero point zero five, 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 five. Ooh, wow, I hear those fire trucks, huh? Now I saw this amazing turtle, a snapping turtle today, and it was badass. And it was just looking, and it was just crawling along, and the guy was mowing the lawn. And I wanted to pick it up and move it, but I know how dangerous they can be, so I didn't pick him up. I just, I was trying to signal the uh, lawnmower dude and tell him there's a turtle there. I hope he'll see them and not run it over. That would be a shame. Because that was one badass turtle. You'll see him on the uh, pictures. But uh, it's funny how the mind, the symbols that are stored in the mind, the memories, that's what survives over time. The cells don't survive. So whatever we are, it's um, some distant memories of the past that were copied from our predecessors, from previous generations of ourselves, if you can imagine that. And um, these generations of ourselves get weaker and weaker over time. 
because of loss, I don't know, intellurides or whatever they're called, telomeres, old age, where the cell division doesn't work as much, it kind of counts down. But um, we still have some of our memories. We can remember being young and impulsive. But we're not necessarily as young or as impulsive as before or as energetic. And, okay, there's the lawn dude. I'm going to go tell him about the turtle. I'm in the park here, the Cadwalder Park. back. This is not going to be the typical super long episode of me just going completely uh, on and on and on. I've actually thought through things first, which you may consider to be totally uh, weird. save that turtle. There's a big turtle here. There's a big turtle. Yeah, I just seen it. I wanted to run, I went around it. Awesome. I, I'm not running over that turtle. Just want to let you know. Well, he moves. When he hears the, the noise, he moves. I think he's, he's moving. Big turtle. Oh, big. That's a snapper. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, if he don't move, I'll go around it, but I'm not moving. I just want to let you know. I've seen him. <laughs> I've seen him. Yep, I got it, buddy. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys got that? Good morning. So we saved the turtle's life. Actually, we didn't. He already saw the turtle. 
but uh, that's one nasty looking turtle. Bet you'd make some good soup. Turtle soup. But tur turtles are protected in New Jersey and uh, you can't touch them. You can't sell them or buy them or anything. You need a turtle license to touch a turtle. All right. So I guess the natives uh, aren't allowed to um, hunt turtles. You know, first we take their land and then we take their turtles. Not too many natives anymore. We have to follow our rules. So, <sighs> what's next? Well, I'm thinking about PHP. We could, we might be able to backport. some security patches onto the 5.6 PHP, huh? Not supported anymore. So, um, why am I talking about that? Forget I said that. Edit that out. Shouldn't even be mentioning it. It is so humid. It's crazy humid here. Okay, guys. Well, hopefully we can um, get Mr. Chicken Man on the show for a, uh, an episode, but these reciprocals are really quite interesting. So one over N multiplied by N over one equals one. So they cancel each other out and they make it whole again. That's reciprocal. So what is needed to make, and the, and the Babylonians didn't have the concept of decimal points. So when they multiplied something out, that could be the um, 
dividing. Dividing by multiple, multiplying by its reciprocal. And they had tables of reciprocals. And that's what I'm going to be working towards understanding just by going on that simple idea. But I, I love this prime factorization and the beauty of the one-eighth. So, and then I was looking at, well, how can we calculate the equivalent of five-ninths in eighths? So I said, well, what is one-eighth, right? And one-eighth is uh, 0 0.125, right? Um, Tens. And then I was looking at um, oh, how was that? How was I thinking? I forgot. I forgot exactly where I was going, but the whole point, and that's just my lack of uh, discipline, I think. Good morning. So what was I going to tell you? But the beauty that I wanted to show you was that the zero... 0.125 if we um, shift that over by one decimal point would be um, 0 0.0125 so that the um, one would stay and the one and two would add together to create three. And the five, one, two, five, the two and the five would add together to create seven. So it would be one, three, seven, five. And then if you add the next one in, which is the the next one in, if you add the 0 0.125, you shift that over again, then the 1 would be added to the... Um, the fifth spot so the 137 would go to 138 and then it would be 13825 and then we would keep on doing that 
and it should create a sequence of uh, 1, 3, 8. But then it would go on infinitely. It might be 8888. I'm not sure why I was doing that, but I had that in my head. So, I still don't have the, the quick way of calculating what is the equivalent of 0 0.555 in eighths, or do I? One eighth is one to five, and half of that would be six to five, zero point Six hundred and twenty-five is five to the fourth. So it's sixteen times six to five should be ten thousand, right? Should be able to calculate that instantly. And then if we have um, I could just pull up the calculator and it should be something with 625 pl uh, plus itself shifted over. So the two will become added to the six. So it should be six eight. So let's just pull up the calculator and see what that is. <clears throat> so 5 divided by 9 is 5555. Five, five, five. And multiply that by 8 is 4.444. But I want to divide that by 8. So it's I have divided by nine and multiplied by one. One divided by eight is one two five. And that's multiplied by zero point five 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 five. Yeah, there we go. And zero point six nine. Four, 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 four. So that made sense. That's the six twenty five.
then added to itself and shifted over, over and over and over again. So there's some interesting stuff with the reciprocals. Some interesting stuff, and I think I need to really get into those for my next level in math. So we've done primes, we've looked at supercomposites, and now we're looking at reciprocals, which is basically division in its various forms. And basically, we need to calculate reciprocal tables. Prime, prime factorization of those. I guess we have to calculate the reciprocals of the prime factorizations, or the primes. Babylonians used 60, and it wasn't a prime, it was a... So I guess we, we'll do the supercomposites as well. So we'll do the reciprocals of the supercomposites and the primes. So what are we at for time? It's almost 8 o'clock. Thirty-seven minutes. Well, I guess today could be a shorter episode. We could talk about some politics. Um, so now we have a wood shortage, and um, I was going to say, print more trees. And um, I was listening to the No Agenda show yesterday. And uh, they're talking about these Russian hackers. And you notice it's always, depending on who's in the party, it's like if the Republicans are in, then it's always the Chinese. And if the um, Democrats are in, it's always the Russians. So the Russian hackers now supposedly have hacked the beef supply system. So we're gonna have price spikes in beef. And um, blame it on the Russians. So first we had the price spikes in gasoline. And now we have the price spikes in beef. And now we had the price spikes in wood just because people used up all the wood. We couldn't find someone to hack the, uh, the trees. But um, my thought is, after listening to No Agenda yesterday, but it's very convenient if you, instead of having price, um, instead of having inflation due to printing of money and giving everyone stimulus checks and not letting not people not working for that money, so no actual value is being 
not value for value, it's value for nothing. So, there's no limit to the amount of trees that you can consume or cattle. Right? So we have to stop people from eating up all the cows. So we just say the Russians hacked them. And now cattle prices are going to go up. Meat prices are going to go up. And um, I think it's a convenient way to jack the prices up because of the shortages, because of the oversupply of money. That's just uh, what I was thinking. So there you got some political conspiracy theory, crazy talk. We haven't had that on this channel in a while, right? But it's about the reciprocals. It's like, how much money do we have? And divide that money by the... Divide that money available by the number of cows. And then the people who have the cows be like, wait a second. It can't be... Oh, and then, oh, the Suez Canal got blocked, oh yeah. And that jacked up the prices as well. Funny. So, it seems like we're gonna have a whole bunch of excuses to jack up prices. And um, the price of life is going up. And we can't have people having chickens because then they don't need to buy um, eggs at the store that are getting more and more expensive. So there's another argument for grandma to say, I'm on a fixed budget and having a couple of chickens reduces my cost in the access to organic, fresh eggs and gives me food security and you should be celebrating that instead of handing out food stamps you have so many people with food insecurity in this town well, so many people who were on welfare that um, you should be encouraging everyone to get a chicken and learn how to raise them so that and have a garden so that we have more food security in New Jersey and that's going to be my next argument. And also, if they come after us again, we're going to say that we intend to fight them all the way up to Supreme Court. And there's a lot of people who are have chickens and are interested. And um, we see this as a fundamental right to protect ourselves and our family in these uncertain times. So there's some arguments right there, what do you think? So there's some conspiracy stuff for you. And some political activism.
right, kids. Well, you know what? That's all I got for you for now. I'm going to go back on pause. And if I happen to have any other ideas, I'll let you know. But I'm not going to do this, uh, um, um, um stuff. I think uh, this idea of thinking things out first and then talking uh, might actually improve the uh, quality of our podcast, but it might also change the very nature of our soul. But you know, um, it's not like we're incredibly successful with the old way of doing it. And uh, we do want to improve and get better. Improve ourselves. I want to improve myself. So why not? What's wrong with it? And who's going to stop me? Are you going to unsubscribe and rage because I thought about what I was going to say before I said it? Is that going to uh, make you rage unsubscribe? I mean, if I haven't gotten rid of you yet... I don't think me thinking about things a little bit more is going to get rid of you. <laughs> and um, I have the feeling that maybe Anchor is also uh, padding the listenership a little bit. Maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway, just because someone downloads doesn't mean they actually listened. That's another thing. I could be on someone's automatic download list. And maybe they listen to 10 seconds a month. This doesn't mean they listen every day. But it doesn't matter. These stats just drive me crazy, don't they? It's kind of like gambling. A gambling addiction. All right, kids. See you in the next episode. I'll go on pause. Maybe I'll come back. Okay, guys. I was just listening to Errol Collins, and, um, well, I just uh, snapped some pictures of these deer. I see that uh, there was two bucks, a young buck and an older buck. Um, and I saw a guy putting, refreshing the roses at the site where that lady was killed on the side of the road. There's like a little memorial. It was very sad see him suffering like that. So, um, but uh, we're going to end on a positive note. The deer were cute. A little baby deer licking each other's ears. And the one deer was like looking at me and the other deer is like, da 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 I'm going to lick your ears. I'm going to play. And, uh, is trying to signal it. They're trying to tell each other non-verbally, like, hey, watch out. And I realize how um, animals can be playful and lost in their thoughts as well. Just like my dog. We have one dog that's always dreaming. She's always dreaming about something. She's always got something on in her head. She's not focused on the world around her. The other dog is. She's always focused on food. She's like, okay, who, who got up? Who could possibly be going to the kitchen? As soon as you go in the kitchen, she's like, all right, I'm going to get you. You're going to give me something. And she's so cute like that because 
if I give her crunchies or kibbles, she won't eat them until I give her just one treat, just something good, like a little bit of something. And as soon as she has that, then she goes crazy and she'll eat up a whole bowl of, uh, of kibbles or crunchies. Which is kind of neat. Alright. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not ashamed of having a shorter episode today. Actually, it was good for me to have some time to think. I should do that more often in the first half, just think about things and then start outputting. And I'll see you guys in the next uh, installment. Fungus, 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 fungus